0: All right. we'd like to welcome everyone this morning to a Landmark Baptist Church, our Sunday school. Uh, we're just trying to get the Word out, and uh, we do that by live-streaming our services, and we do that by recording it and putting it on the internet. We've got a site on sermon audio, but our goal is to get the Word out. And uh, we, we thank God for these opportunities. Amen. That have been uh, made possible All right. to where we can take the word further than Thank you, Brother Patrick. These four walls. And I'm not against technology, I just don't know much about it. It wasn't much technology when I was growing up. We didn't even have calculators in school. Uh, we either counted on our fingers and we had wooden beads on a metal rod, and we'd go up there and count with them. But uh, I thank God for technology, and I think it can be used for good, and I think it can also be used for evil too. So you want to be careful with technology. Uh, we're in Exodus chapter twenty-nine. We want to go to God in prayer here, real quick. We got several uh, that we're going to be praying for this morning, and. Uh, We've already prayed for several already, but uh, Father, we thank you for the rain. Lord, we know your word says rebellious people dwell in a dry land, and uh, I guess that's why California has a water shortage. And uh, Lord, we just pray, dear Father God, this morning uh, that you would bless your children. Uh, Lord, we want to pray especially for Sister Vonnie, Lord, up in Louisville. Uh, Lord, that you might uh, minister to her the last report that we got. She's setting up, uh, speaking better, feeling better. Lord, we want her not only to get better, we want her to be able to get out. I heard she was going to be able to go to Bowling Green for therapy. And uh, Lord, we just pray your blessing upon Sister Bonnie. Lord, I pray her stay will be short at Louisville. And I pray she'll be able, Lord, to get through the therapy, get back to the house of God. She loves, Lord, uh, she loves church, loves you, loves the things of God. And we pray for her. Uh, we pray, Lord, Father, for uh, Brother Ed, Roger, Robert, Jane, uh, oh, Jeff. We pray for Jeff. Lord, my mind's just literally nothing. And I pray for Jeff, Lord, having trouble with his shoulder our Lord gonna to have to have shoulder replacement, and Lord, we know these old frail bodies. Lord, they just fail and give up. And I'm thankful for that that new body, Lord, that we've got waiting. That glorified body that'll never have any more problems. Our Lord down here, Father, we just deal with our our aches, pains every day. We pray for Jeff. Lord. I pray first of all, you just up and heal him, and he wouldn't even have to have that shoulder replacement, but Lord, if he does have to have it, I pray God you'd be with him every step of the way. Uh, Make his recovery quick. Make, Lord, it be a success. I pray it be a one-time thing. We just pray for him, God. I I pray, dear Father Lord, for uh, Lord Brother uh, Mitchell, Sister Phyllis, her son Mike, having health issues, her daughter also. Lord, we pray for them. I pray for Andy and Shelly Shelly's having uh, some issues Lord we pray for them, pray for their family I pray Father God Lord for uh, Lord Sue Bone and and Denny I pray Lord Father for Sister Joanne Uh, Lord I would probably love to be here today we pray for Sister Joanne Lord I pray for Sister Brenda Uh, Lord also dealing with some health issues, I pray for her she got an unspoken request Lord, we've been honoring that unspoken request. And I pray you'll work that out, Father. Uh, Father, I pray, Lord, for James and Patty Madison, Lord. Uh, Thank you, Lord, they're doing better. We pray for them. I pray for Larry and Carol, Lord. Pray for Serenity and pray, Father, for Leroy. Lord, we pray they'd be able to be here today. And Lord, I pray for James, a star. And James Jr., James, still having trouble with his foot. We pray, Lord, that you would heal it for him and help him with it, Lord. We pray for Jordan, Casey. Lord, we pray, Father, Lord, for Tammy having trouble. We pray for her, Uh, Lord, that you would help her with her health. I pray, Father, Lord, for for Sharon and Sybil. Pray, Lord, Father, for uh, Sarah's stepdad, Lord, of uh, having health issues. Pray for Ronnie and Faith and Christina. Thank you, Lord, for all the prayers you've already answered. Lord, we just pray, dear God, Lord, uh, you bless all your children, Lord, today. and Bless, Lord, this Sunday school lesson, Lord, today. Thank you, Father, for giving us this day to enjoy. And Lord, we ask your blessing upon this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Right. The list never ends, it just keeps growing, yeah. and uh, that's okay, God's big enough, there's nothing too hard for Him, there's nothing impossible for Him, uh, He does exceedingly and abundantly above all we ask or think, as I was uh, leaving the house this morning, I was uh, a little bit discouraged And for lack of better words, I just turned my Bible real quick to get a little encouragement. I think maybe I should read it here this morning before we ever get in our lesson. Psalms 46. God is our refuge and strength. Them two right there encouraged me this morning. Yes. Because we're losing refuge in this blessed country. They lost it in Hawaii, they're losing it in Oregon it's coming to your town too. Thank God we've got refuge in Him. We've got strength in Him. And He's a very present help in trouble. I know they're playing it loud about the global warming. Verse 2. Therefore will not we fear. Though the earth be removed. Though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Though the waters thereof roar and be troubled. Though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, God is our refuge and strength. We don't have to worry. I know we will. I know we do. But God says, let not your heart be troubled. Amen. You believe in God, believe also in me. We're in Exodus chapter 29. And God's setting everything up the way it's supposed to be. God's telling Moses here and this is the thing. Now Moses has been up on Mount Sinai for quite a while. We'll find out here in a minute The people uh, didn't react very well to him being gone that long. This is the thing that thou shalt do unto them to hallow them. To minister unto me in the priest's office. Take one young bullock two rams without blemish and unleavened bread and cakes unleavened tempered with oil and wafers unleavened anointed with oil of wheat and flour thou shalt make them now God's telling Moses to do this for a reason Mm -hmm. thou shalt put them into one basket and bring them in the basket with the bullock and the two rams. And Aaron and his sons thou shalt bring unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and shall wash them with water. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> this is about the priesthood and uh, God's gonna give the order starting here <clears throat> Verse 5 Thou shalt take the garments put upon Aaron the coat and the robe of the ephod, and the epod and the breastplate and gird him with a curious girdle of the ephod. I just want you to know God is setting everything like it needs to be This is being done for Aaron's sake for the people of Israel's sake And for God's sake, uh, Aaron better listen and pay attention to what's being said right here. Thou shalt put the mitre upon his head. Put the holy crown upon the mitre. Then thou shalt take the anointing oil and pour it upon his head and anoint him. Now, this is pertaining to Aaron. God's telling all to put on him. And God's telling, you know, to anoint him with all. And, uh, you know, this same clothing that God was putting, having put, having been put upon Aaron, in Numbers chapter 20, it uh, was taken away. Uh, we'll look at that real quick here. I'm glad, praise God, the Lord said He'd never leave us or forsake us, but I just want you to know, buddy, they had to be careful and we should be careful too yeah. when it comes to God. the Numbers chapter 20, verse 26, God told Moses, well, we'll start verse 24, Aaron shall be gathered to unto his people, for he shall not enter into the land which I have given unto the children of Israel, because ye rebelled against my word at the water of Meribah. Now, you, you can... Uh, Well, we'll we'll reflect back that here in a second. Take Aaron and Eleazar his son, bring them up unto Mount Hor, and strip Aaron of his garments, and put them upon Eleazar his son. And Aaron shall be gathered unto his people, and shall die there. Moses did as the Lord commanded. They went up into Mount Hor, in the sight of all the congregation. And Moses stripped Aaron of his garments and put them upon Eleazar his son. And Aaron died there in the top of the mount. And Moses and Eleazar came down from the mount. And when all the congregation saw that Aaron was dead, they mourned for Aaron thirty days, even all the house of Israel. You see, God started this thing out right. He told Moses to make These clothes and stuff for Aaron. And uh, you know Aaron was supposed to do what was right. In verse 10 of Numbers chapter 20. Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock. And said unto them. Here now you rebels. Must we fetch you water out of this rock. God had already told Moses to speak to it. But Moses took the rod. Lifted up his hand with his rod. He smote the rock twice. And uh, that's why Aaron had to die. And Moses also had to die. Now, they called the congregation rebels. God called Aaron and Moses rebels in verse 24. Because you rebelled against my word at the rock Meribah. Now, God is going to kill Moses too a little later. But uh, these... This uh, honor bestowed upon Aaron, not only was it given to him, but you see what we read there in Numbers chapter twenty, it was taken away. Now in Christ we've got an everlasting priesthood. I'm uh, clothed in Christ Jesus. I don't deserve it. I can't really. I can't. I can't earn it. I can't walk worthy of it. It's the gift of God. Yeah. God gave me what he wanted Aaron to have. Aaron couldn't keep it. We can't. Uh, Bible tells us, my little children, would you just sin not? But if you do, we've got an advocate Amen. with a father. Amen. Uh, God is so holy, we can't understand the holiness of God, but in this this uh, clothing that was put upon Aaron, God said, put it on him. And anoint him. Verse 8. Thou shalt bring his sons. And put coats upon them. Honor. This was all about honor. This was all about holiness. Thou shalt gird them. With girdles. Aaron and his sons. And put bonnets on them. And the priest office shall be theirs. For a perpetual statute. Thou shalt consecrate. Aaron and his sons. Thou shalt cause a bullock to be brought before the congregation. Before the tabernacle of the congregation. Aaron and his sons shall put their hands upon the head of the bullock. Thou shalt kill the bullock before the Lord. By the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And thou shalt take of the blood of the bullock. And put it upon the horns of the altar with thy finger, and pour out all the blood before or beside the bottom of the altar. Thou shalt take all the fat that covereth the inwards, and the caul above the liver, and the two kidneys, and the fat that's upon them, and burn them upon the altar. But the flesh of the bullock and his skin and his dung thou shalt burn with fire. Without the camp, it is a sin offering. Uh, all of this God's telling Moses to do. And uh, He says, Thou shalt also take one ram, and Aaron and his sons shall put their hands upon the head of the ram. Thou shalt slay the ram. Thou shalt take his blood and sprinkle it round about upon the altar, Thou shalt cut the ram in pieces, wash the of him and his legs, put them into his pieces, and let's see, and put them into his pieces and unto his head, and thou shalt burn the whole ram upon the altar. It is a burnt offering unto the Lord. It is a sweet Savior. And notice that sixth word, an offering made by fire unto the Lord. Thou shalt take the other ram, Aaron and his sons shall put upon his head, or put their hands upon the head of the ram. Then shalt thou kill the ram and take of his blood and put it upon the tip of the right ear of Aaron upon the tip of the right ear of his sons, upon the thumb of the right hand, upon the great toe of the right foot, and sprinkle the blood upon the altar round about. Thou shalt take of the blood that's upon the altar and of the anointing oil and sprinkle it upon Aaron upon his garments upon his sons and upon the garments of his sons with him and he shall be hallowed and his garments and his sons and his sons' garments with him. This whole purpose here is to set the standard yeah. for the priesthood, the priest office. That's right. Also thou shalt take of the ram. The fat and the rump and the fat that covereth the inwards, the call above the liver and the two kidneys, and the fat that's upon them, and the right shoulder for it, is a ram of consecration. And one loaf of bread, one cake of old bread, one wafer out of the basket of unleavened bread that is before the Lord, thou shalt put all. Thou shalt put all in the hands of Aaron and in the hands of his sons, and shall wave them for a wave offering before the Lord, and thou shalt receive them of their hands, and burn them upon the altar for a burnt offering, for a sweet Savior before the Lord is, an offering made by fire unto the Lord. I want you to know great care is being put into this, uh, this initiation, this ordinance, this uh, ordinance, getting these men ready uh, for the job they are to do. I have a question for you. All right. Throughout, throughout the whole Old Testament, when they mention food, you know, uh, uh, get-together or food and whatever, it's always unleavened bread. Yeah. Do you think that's the reason we're dying so young and this day and time we're eating bread with a lot of salt and stuff, other garbage in it? Well, that's our least problem. Is what, what we're eating. Our biggest problem is the environment we're living in. And uh, we'll be preaching somewhat about that today. But the environment we're living in is taking its toll. You don't think the unleavened bread had anything to do with them living longer back then? Well, no, I don't. Uh, God, uh-huh. reason God didn't want no leaven in the bread was because it was an offering to Him. Yes. And living, I know that. living is a type of sin. Uh, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Paul talked about a little living. Uh, you know, uh, there in the Galatians, a little living causes... Well, heck, I can't even remember the verse. A little living living with a whole lump. I believe that's the way he worded that. But uh, the living is a type of sin. And uh, the old friend, unliving bread, was an offering with no sin. Okay. Living is just this, this picture, sin. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Sin's what the problem is. Well, I'm sure. Of that yeah. Too. Bible says sin. Brings on death. When it's finished, brings death. Yes. But living. Want no leaven in the bread because it's an offering to Him. Unleavened bread, and they had feasted they had to have to have unleavened bread in the feast, but they could eat leavened bread. Uh, when they left Egypt, they didn't get a chance to add leaven to the bread. It was still in the kneading troughs, but they they could have leavened bread just when it was making an offering to the Lord. It would be unleavened bread. Oh, Thou shalt take the breast of the ram of Aaron's consecration. And wave it for a wave offering before the Lord, and it shall be thy part. In other words, Aaron gets to keep this. Thou shalt sanctify the breast of the wave offering and the shoulder of the, wave, of the heave offering, which is waved, and which is heaved up of the ram of the consecration, even of that which is for Aaron and that which is for his sons, and it shall be Aaron's. Uh, and his sons for a statute forever from the children of Israel for it is a heave offering and it shall be a heave offering from the children of Israel of the sacrifice of their peace offerings even their heave offering unto the Lord and the holy garments of, Aaron's, uh, of Aaron and shall be his sons after him to be anointed therein to be consecrated in them I uh, mentioned a while ago about Eleazar got Aaron's garments in Numbers chapter 20. And that son that is priest in his stead shall put them on seven days when he's come into the tabernacle of the congregation to minister in the holy place. Now she'll take the lamb of the consecration and seethe it, seethe his flesh in the holy place, and Aaron's and his sons shall eat the flesh of the ram and the bread that's in the basket by the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And they shall eat those things wherewith the atonement was made to consecrate and to sanctify them. But a stranger shall not eat thereof because they're holy. David did eat of the showbread. But David also is a type of Christ. Yeah. Now, not a good one, but still a type of Christ. Right. Uh. He made several mistakes, but his heart was right. God used him though. He, he sure did, but he did. Brother Ed. But uh, Jesus mentioned about it wasn't lawful for David to get that bread, right. but God allowed it for David's sake because Christ came from the seed of David. Guys never had much to work with, fellas. No. I would to God, I, I, I'd like to be more consecrated to the Lord. This flesh is the problem and I tried to crucify like my pastor said I killed an old man. And I killed him dead. But the next day he was alive again. And that's kind of way it is. Paul said I die daily. That's true. But uh, we don't do a good job of crucifying this flesh. He said because they are holy a stranger shall not eat thereof. And if all of the flesh of the consecrations or of the bread... Remain until the morning. Then thou shalt burn the remainder with fire. It shall not be eaten because it's holy. It had a purpose. And the purpose was for Aaron and his sons to have substance to eat. Thou shalt do unto Aaron and to his sons according to all things which I have commanded thee. Seven days shalt thou consecrate them. And thou shalt... Offer every day a bullock. For a sin offering for atonement. And thou shalt cleanse the altar. When thou hast made atonement for it. Thou shalt anoint it. To sanctify it. Seven days. Thou shalt make atonement for the altar. And sanctify it. And it shall be an altar most holy. Whatsoever toucheth the altar. Shall be holy. Now is this. That which thou shalt offer upon the altar. Two rams of the first year, uh, day by day, continually. One ram thou shalt offer in the morning. The other ram, I, I think I said ram. One lamb thou shalt offer in the morning. The other lamb thou shalt offer at eve. And with the one lamb, a tenth deal of flour, mingle with a fourth part of a hen of beaten oil and a fourth part of a hen of wine for a drink offering. In the other lamb, thou shalt offer it eve. Thou shalt do there unto according to the meat offering. Of the morning according to the drink offering thereof. For a sweet Savior. An offering made by fire unto the Lord. Now we're getting ready to get to something here in a second. that I've been waiting for the right place. This shall be a continual burnt offering. Throughout your generations. At the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord. Where I will meet you to speak there unto you. I want you to know who set all this up. And there I will meet with the children of Israel. And the tabernacle shall be sanctified by my glory. And I will sanctify the tabernacle of the congregation in the altar. I will sanctify also both Aaron and his sons to minister to me in the priest's office and I will dwell among the children of Israel and be their God and they shall know that I am the Lord their God that brought them forth out of the land of Egypt that I may dwell among them I am the Lord their God now God set all this up and uh, you know the Bible tells us we ought to give the most earnest heed to things that we've heard yes. listen anytime yes. we let them slip there in Hebrews chapter 2 uh the reason I say that in Leviticus chapter 10 Aaron's two sons died. The reason they died was because they didn't understand God said what he meant and God meant what he said. In Leviticus chapter 10 Nadab and Abu, the sons of Aaron took either of them his censer and put fire therein and put incense their own and offered strange fire before the Lord which He commanded them not. Now God had gave the direction, the instruction I mean and the whole purpose of it was because He's holy. And uh, verse 2 said there went out fire from the Lord and devoured them and they died before the Lord. Moses said unto Aaron. This is that. That the Lord spake. Saying I will be sanctified. In them that come nigh me. Before all the people. I will be glorified. And Aaron held his peace. You know this is not. I don't get no joy out of reading this. But Aaron was disrobed. And these men were disrobed too. Uh, It says. And Moses called, "Mishael and Iplem, Islaiplem." God, these names. The sons of Issu, the uncle of Aaron, and said unto them, "Come near, carry your brethren from the sanctuary out of the camp." So they went near and carried them in their coats out of the camp, as Moses had said. Like I said, these garments were holy. Their job was holy. God is holy. Yeah. And you know, Jesus made us safe. Oh, yeah. Amen. And uh, we've got an everlasting priesthood through yeah. Jesus. Yeah. We've got everlasting life through Jesus. But uh, they didn't put the emphasis <laughs> like they should have upon what was being given to them. Aaron was stripped of his clothing, these two boys died in their coats. And, uh, you know, God, like I said, He's God. And we do well to give not only interest in Him and His Word, but do our best to live before Him in the beauty of holiness. Like I said, I wish I could not only set the standard where it needs to be, I wish I could keep it there, but every day God shows me my great need of Him because every day I fail wow. miserably. And, uh, You know what's required. Uh, Exodus chapter 30. Thou shalt make an altar to burn incense upon it. Upon shittim wood thou shalt make it. A cubic shall be the length thereof. And a cubic the breadth thereof. Four squares shall it be. And two cubics shall be the height thereof. The horns thereof shall be of the same. Thou shalt overlay it with pure gold. The top thereof and the sides thereof round about and the horns thereof thou shalt make unto it a crown of gold round about. God's setting all this up that they might understand there's a big difference between Him and us. And uh, He says, Two golden rings thou shalt make to it under the crown of it by the two corners thereof upon the two sides of it. Thou shalt make it, and they shall be for places for the staves or the staves to bear it with all. Thou shalt make the staves of shittim wood, and overlay them with gold. Thou shalt put it before the veil that that is by the ark of the testimony, uh, before the mercy seat that is over the testimony where I will meet with thee. Now, this is where the high priest goes in to make an offering for the people, and the Bible says, not without blood. Right. And his garment had bells uh, sewn in to the hem thereof where they could hear him walk and know that he was still alive. <laughs> Marriage shall burn their own sweet incense every morning. When he dresses the lamps, he shall burn incense upon it. Uh, the standard God set. Uh, Man, we're just not standard bearers. I wish we were. And when uh, Aaron lighteth the lamps at eve at evening, he shall burn incense upon it, a perpetual incense before the Lord throughout all your generations. You shall offer no strange incense thereon. That's pretty good warning for the two sons of Aaron. Nor burnt sacrifice, nor meat offering, neither shall you pour burnt offering thereon. And Aaron shall make atonement upon the horns of it once in a year with the blood of the sin offering of atonements. Once in a year shall he make atonement upon it throughout your generations. It is most holy unto the Lord Mm -hmm. now like I said God set all this up man was a problem we're all uh, you know we're all we come short Jesus come down here and showed us it could be done but thank God he finished his work so we could have his righteousness because if it was up on it was upon me or it was up to me I wouldn't make it to heaven I'm like Paul said by the grace of God I am what I am and that's all I need to be is by the grace of God and I know people want to get higher and I know they want to do more but you can't add to Calvary you can't take away from it Uh, I was made complete because of Calvary and I'm complete in him Uh, He was that burnt offering that done away with all the other burnt offerings. He was that sacrifice that God saw and was satisfied. These others here, God, you know, He may have been somewhat satisfied, but He had to go, if you'll notice, once a year. Every year. The Lord spake unto Moses, saying, When thou takest the sum of the children of Israel, after their number, then Shall they give every man a ransom for his soul unto the Lord? When thou numbers them, that there be no plague among them when thou numbers them. I'm glad Jesus gave himself a ransom for us. Glory to God. I'm telling you, I I, I couldn't give. And uh, they had to do this every year. Uh, That there be no plague among them when thou numbers them. This They shall give every one that passes among them that are numbered a half shekel. After the shekel of the sanctuary, a shekel is twenty gerah. A half shekel shall be the offering to the Lord. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how much that is, but they could afford it. God provided everything they needed. Everyone that passes among them that are numbered from twenty years old and above shall give an offering unto the Lord. The rich shall not give more, the poor shall not give less than a half-shickle when uh, they give an offering unto the Lord to make atonement for your souls. Like I said, I'm glad Jesus come down here and finished the atonement for our souls on the cross. It was finished. Uh, my sin debt's been paid by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Uh, I'm now accepted in the Holy of Holies. I'm in the family of God. Like I said, Jesus measured us up. We all came short. Thou shalt take the atonement money of the people of Israel. <laughs> And shall appoint it for the service of the tabernacle of the congregation, that it may be a memorial unto the children of Israel before the Lord, to make atonement for your souls. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Thou shalt also make a laver of brass, and his foot also of the brass to wash uh, withal. Thou shalt put it between the tabernacle and the co- of the congregation and the altar. Thou shalt put water therein. For Aaron and his sons shall wash their hands and their feet therein. When they go into the tabernacle of the congregation, they shall wash with water. What's the reason for that? That they die not. We didn't mention about Aaron dying. We done not mention about his two sons dying, and I am glad, praise God, death was done away uh, for the children of God in Jesus. We couldn't die for wanted to, right. but they had to, brother. Ed, they had to keep it uh, at the standard God set that they die or not, yeah. or when they come near unto the altar, the minister to burn offering made by fire unto the Lord, so they shall wash their hands and their feet that they die not it shall be a statue forever to them even to them and their seed throughout all their the generations moreover the Lord spake unto Moses saying take thou also unto thee principal spices of pure mirth five hundred shekels and of sweet cinnamon have so much even 250 shekels of sweet calamus, 250 shekels, and of Kessai 500 shekels, after the shekel of the sanctuary, and of olive oil an hen, a, a hen, thou shalt make it an oil of holy ointment, an ointment compound, after the art of apocryphy it shall be a holy anointing all. Thou shalt anoint the tabernacle of the congregation therewith and the ark of the testimony and the table and all his vessels and the candlestick and his vessels and the altar of incense and the altar of burnt offering with all the vessels and the laver and his foot and thou shalt sanctify them that they may be most holy. Whatsoever touches them shall be holy. Thou shalt anoint Aaron and his sons and consecrate them. That they may minister unto me in the priest's office. And thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel saying. This shall be a holy anointing all unto me throughout all your generations. Upon man's flesh. Shall it not be poured? Now, you know, our generation, they try to figure out how to make this all make a fortune out of it. But God said, This is His. Yeah, right. He said, It shall not be upon man's flesh. Upon man's flesh shall it not be poured, neither shall you make any other like it after the composition of it. It is holy, and it shall be holy unto you. Whosoever compoundeth, any like it or whosoever putteth any of it upon a stranger shall even be cut off from among his people. God is just saying how uh, how holy he is. How unholy they are. But how they can minister to him if he'll do what he tells them to do here. Yeah. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take unto these sweet spices. I may not be able to say this word here. Attack ye And Osha where they get these words? and gabble them these sweet spices with pure frankincense of each shall there be a like weight and thou shalt make it a perfume a confection after the art of apocryphae tempered together pure and holy thou shalt beat some of it very small and put of it before the testimony in the tabernacle of the congregation where I will meet with thee it shall be unto you most holy. Thou shalt, and as for the perfume which thou shalt make, ye shall not make to yourselves according to the composition thereof. It shall be unto thee holy for the Lord. Whosoever shall make like that to smell here shall even be cut off from his people. Now, I've them words done swallow me up. But uh, the whole purpose of what we read today is about God's standards, God's holiness, and how He's working with the children of Israel to have a relationship with them if they will do what He tells them to do. Like I said, Christ took the ordinances written against us, nailed them to His cross, and uh, praise God, we don't have to do these things. We worship God in spirit and truth. Uh, God desires us to do so. But even today, there are people today that try to put it out of reach. You know, uh, you've got them today. They say, I'm holier than thou, and they're not. And uh, you can't get no more holier than God. He bestowed His holiness upon us through the blood of Jesus. But uh, it still goes on today. Uh, You know, trying to put things out of reach, God. Jesus brought heaven down uh, through his death uh, brought us into the, not only the priesthood but also the family of God now God's my father now I can say Abba Father which means Papa I'm a son of God and uh, like I said uh, God was just telling them in all these ordinances he's holy and they need to be careful like I said Aaron died his two sons died. Uh, we don't die because of Jesus. Right. You ought to be thankful. I mean, that was out of reach. Uh, of course, Ananias and Sapphira, they, you know, they made a light of the church and light of God. God killed them both. Yeah. Now they didn't die, but they fell dead. They stood before God. I'm sure they had a little talk. What do you think? (laughs) I'll stop right there. Here comes...